Welcome back to another Share Your Light episode. And as I've mentioned many times, these episodes mean so much to me, and I hope to you as well, that we get to share members of our listening community who are stepping more into their power, their light, their purpose, they're finding what path works the best for them. And hopefully this will serve as some sort of inspiration for you to realize that you can follow your own dream and passion as well. And today we're really excited to welcome Haley B., She's a psychic medium and host of Opening the Door podcast. In her psychic mediumship work, she loves to bring through spirit guides, your higher self, and loved ones who have crossed over to deliver potent messages. Haley invites all those who are ready to start their spiritual journey with joy and without fear through her work and on her podcast. She believes that if everyone were more connected to their intuition, the world would be a much more vibrant place. So welcome, Haley. Thank you for doing this with me today. Hi, Denise. Thank you so, so much for having me. I'm so, so excited to chat. Well, what I love is that, and this fascinates me, is working with guides because I think that a lot of people who are highly intuitive, they'll either go through the guide route or they'll go directly to who they're connecting with. So it always fascinates me because I do the direct connection and you do the more the guide. So how did you figure out that you were even connecting with guides? Mm, Oh, what a good question. So I started sort of connecting with my guides. At It was sort of one of the first things that I did at the beginning of my spiritual journey. So I had started meditating uh, like a few years before I sort of had my own spiritual awakening. I just one day woke up or was at work or something. And I was like, you know what? I, I think I'm going to start meditating. So I, I downloaded a meditation app and I sort of just started on a morning meditation journey. And that I think really just helped get my mind quiet, which helps us hear our guides better. So that was sort of my um, building block to being able to hear my guides. And then when I sort of plunged into my spiritual journey, I was listening to a lot of podcasts and reading and, but mostly listening to podcasts. It was like my main source of learning throughout, especially even still. Um, but it was my big source of learning in the beginning. And I was just, I don't know, I guess it just started popping up on a lot of episodes of podcasts I was listening to, you know, working with your guides. There were some specific episodes about that. And so then I was like, okay, I'm going to try that. Mm-hmm. And I had still had my sort of meditation, my morning meditations going. And so what I started doing was just, I had no thought process on who they were, and like if they were really around. So what I just started doing was sort of just opening the channel to them and being like, hey, I would love to meet you in a dream. And also they have never come to me in a dream. It's not a way, (laughs) it's not a way in these years of working with them that they presented themselves to me. Not that I remember, at least maybe in some, some dream I don't remember, but not one that I've woken up and been like, wow, I just met a guide. But so I just sort of started talking to them at the end of my day in bed. I'd be like, I'd love to meet you in a dream. And I would just like tell them about my day basically. And so that sort of opened up the channel to working with them. And sort of after I felt like I had a concrete idea and feeling that they were around, that's when I started asking uh, for signs. So it's like I, I established a connection with them when I didn't quite feel them there. And then I started asking for signs to sort of get them to communicate back with me, if that makes sense. 
It makes perfect sense. So it, do you feel a difference when you're connecting with a guide versus a loved one in spirit? Yes, for sure. So when I'm connecting with a guide, like if I'm reading for someone, when I'm connecting with a guide, um, two things, their energy feels different to me. So mm-hmm. what what happens is for my process is um, if I'm reading somebody, I have this sort of room within my mind's eye that I invite any loved ones or guides to come through and deliver messages. So I'm really seeing within my mind's eye who appears in front of me. And I find that guides sometimes have less um, human features that I can pull from. They're showing me a little bit less human features and their energy feels different. It feels um, like there's sort of this deeper rooted wisdom that they're tapping into that I can sort of just feel that that is a guide's presence as opposed to if there's a loved one coming through, they're showing me their features. They're showing me where they lived. They're showing me a memory of the person who's sitting in front of me. They're showing me all these things, their personality that I can confirm with the person sitting in front of me. And guides are a little bit more like, um, yeah, that sort of deeper rooted, ancient uh, wisdom feeling. That's a really good way to describe it. Because when I have connected with guides or the angelic realm, or I, I have not that I don't greatly respect the people in spirit that I connect with, but there's a sense of reverence. There's a sense of it's just a very different, different feeling. And it's it's hard to put into words. You articulated that beautifully. So this is another one of my, my things is that because when you can connect with a memory, a feeling, a physical attribute, that's evidential. And someone can validate that for you. How does that, how do you switch gears with saying, okay, I know I'm sensing, I'm seeing, meeting this guide in this room that I've developed in my mind. Do you give the message the same way as you would to someone who is meeting their their grandpa? Ooh, that's a great question. Sort of something something for me to think about, I think. So when a message comes through from a guide, a lot of the time it it feels and i'm I'm definitely working a little bit more into channeling. I was just channeling, like really strictly channeling somebody's guide a few weeks ago, and it felt very different than being a conduit, if that makes sense. So I'm definitely sort of dabbling in that now, especially with with guides. But I think delivering a message from a guide, they'll sort of hit on a point in in the person's life that they need to work on a little bit more. It'll be like, are you getting enough sleep? Because your guide's sort of saying that you're you're really not sleeping lately. And then they'll be like, yeah, that is true. So mm-hmm. they're sort of, they'll, the guide will sort of hit on something and then give the advice. So hit on evidence and then give on, give that advice. And sometimes the advice from guides can be a lot more like a blanket, a blanket approach to something rather than something a little bit more earthbound and specific from a loved one. So your loved, your very well-loved grandmother might come through and be like, you know, you can meet me in the kitchen and, and we can talk then. And and I would love for you to, you know, make the meatballs I used to make. That's a way that we can connect. So it'll be something a little bit more like that from a loved one. And then from a guide, it's like, uh, you know, sort of the bigger picture questions. I think guides are really good at at tapping into. And I know that a lot of people will call for a reading or contact you for a reading 
and they want to know who are my guides? What what do they want to tell me? It's a different energy than I want to connect with one of my loved ones or my pet or, you know, something else. So do you do specific readings just for guides and others just for people? So I have a mini reading on my website, actually, that is a specifically for your guides. So we connect in with your guides and we get messages from your guides. Like, what do your guides want you to know right now, basically, Mm -hmm. is the prompt. So you buy that mini reading and I'll send you a recording about me tapping into your guides specifically. What do they want you to know right now? And that's actually one of my favorite questions to ask if I don't really have something specific It's just one of my favorite questions to ask if I'm working with Oracle or if I just feel like I need to tap in with my guides. Like, what do you want me to know right now? Because there could, if you're trying to receive on a specific question, that's, that's great. But I think sometimes our guides have a lot more to offer than our, our specific questions. So if that's a great way to sort of gain knowledge from them. So yeah, I do offer a mini reading on my website that is guide specific and then zoom in person well virtual in person mm-hmm. readings also i i it's rare that i don't touch on guides in those as well okay. so really depends on what people are looking for but it is definitely one of my favorite things so it's easy to tell that you have a real passion for this work that you love being a messenger that you're doing this for service that's clear 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 but how did you you have opening the door podcast how did you what how did your journey into the psychic mediumship because you mentioned you know the meditation and how that led to meeting the guides and finding this and it's that curious mind and i think for anyone who's wired this way having a curious mind is a huge huge part of there's no bottom nobody can ever be the best at this which i love i absolutely love that that you have to find the way it works for you and be the best you can be but once you get into the comparative game it's it's crash and burn. Tell us about your journey a little bit, because I know that's the premise of your podcast is for maybe people who are trying to figure out where am I on my own path? Yeah, for sure. So when I was little, like young, I think my first little spirit ghost sighting was when I was like six or seven years old. So I, and the the house that I grew up in definitely had a lot of spirit activity anyway. So I guess I was just open to it. And so, you know, I was just able to see what was going on a little bit. It sort of started young and then it it, it sort of tapped out during when I was growing up a little bit, you know, not as many experiences. And it came to, so the reason the podcast is called Opening the Door is because it it came to a point where I had a lot of spirit activity in my bedroom growing up and I was just feeling really out of control and I felt like I don't know how to control this and I don't I don't like this because I'm being told that this is scary and I don't I don't want to deal with this I don't want this to be happening so I basically created a door within my mind's eye which I didn't know was my mind's eye at the time right it was in my imagination at the time and so I created this door and to me that door represented basically the door to the spirit realm that was coming through to me. And so I shut it up tight. I put chains on it in my mind's eye. I locked it up. I did every single thing. And that represented being closed off to this type of stuff. I was like, I just don't want it. And every now and then I would get curious and be like, oh, I haven't had a little ghost setting. And so I would go into my mind's eye and open my door up a little bit because I was, I missed it or something, you know? And so that's sort of where that name came from because eventually I did feel like, and this was after the meditation started. And so this was probably about 2020 or 2021. I really felt like if I don't learn 
what is going on with me. I'm just going to be so regretful in like 20 or 30 years. I'm just going to regret this so much. And so that was where my deeper spiritual journey started. It was from a future feeling of regret, um, just knowing that I would feel regret if I didn't start. So that's where it began. And the podcast didn't start until about a, a year ago. It started in August 2022. So we're in September 2023 now. So we're about a year out. I was taking classes. I was doing the work personally. And I was practicing with people, reading other people and all this stuff. And then I felt like I just had this spark of inspiration that felt like I would love to help people not feel afraid. I would love to help people feel like they're within a community where they can grow and where they can learn about like every different topic within spirituality. And um, so it really grew from this feeling of wanting to help people approach this work with joy and without fear and without feeling alone too, because I think when you feel really closed off to this, but it's still happening to you, it can be kind of a lonely experience. So that is the that's the journey of the podcast. And it has just been so, so much fun. This is a plug. Denise has actually been on the podcast. And that was a really fun conversation. Denise was actually, I think you were within the first 10 episodes. Oh my. That was, yeah. It was super, super fun. So if you are listening and you want to hear Denise as a guest on Opening the Door, I want to say it's episode six, but I can't quite mm. remember. But yeah, she's in there. So that's super fun too. But See, this is what I love, though, is spirit is putting out the breadcrumbs for you. You you had this connection. And, you know, my my take on this, Haley, is that I think anyone can do this. I don't think we have some special magic wand. I think we've just worked that muscle and it does come more easily to some people. But I don't think that it's it's exclusive to a certain, you know, nobody's super special with this. Maybe Maybe other people feel differently. That's fine. But I, I just love your attitude of anyone can do this and I want to make it more comfortable for you because I think it can be scary. It can be overwhelming, especially without support. If you don't have familial support or you're in a part of the world where it's not deemed acceptable or there's a strong religious background where it's always been seen as fill in the blank. So with that, though, when you're, are you basically clear audience? Do you basically hear things? Because you've mentioned, you know, hearing the sounds quite a bit, but you're also yeah. very clairvoyant, voyant yes. from seeing the door. Okay. Yes. Right. So my two main clairs that I work with are clairvoyance and clairaudience. Definitely um, clairvoyance was my stronger um, clair when I first started. And then clairaudience sort of became also strong as I continued to go along in this work, which was really cool. I, I didn't really expect it. And, but yeah, it's, I find it to be sometimes a more, a little bit more of a clearer way just for me to receive sometimes for sure. And do you find that your skills continue to develop and that more is added as you do this work? Yeah, I have really found. So when I first started doing classes, it was really that clairvoyance and clairaudience and as I continued to practice with people, especially connecting in with loved ones who have passed over, um, I think within, I mean, even within like the last eight or nine months, my just like body feelings, you know, so feeling something in my chest, feeling something in my throat, feeling something in my back, that has really come through as well, which has been 
Um, actually very, very surprising because I tend to be all up here in terms of like, I like to be in the clouds and, and be all up in these upper chakras. And I think that uh, feeling within the body is really important and can be a really cool part of this work too. And it's a beautiful example of how this will grow and evolve as you grow and evolve. And that's so, so important because I think it can be scary. As we said a minute ago, it can be overwhelming. But with that, it's also getting ready to go to the next level. And so going back to what I started to say a few minutes ago is that the the breadcrumbs being put out is you got this urge, you open the door and then it's like, okay, I'm going to take some classes. I'm going to listen to podcasts. I'm going to read, I'm going to grow. And then that just, it seems like you did that. And then I'm going to start doing readings for other people. And then the idea for the podcast. So it feels like you're being very divinely led to do what comes next. And the people that you need to meet are showing up on your path as well. And I, could you talk about that, the, the seren, how serendipitous things can be when this work is unfolding? Ooh, yeah, for sure. I, and I definitely agree. I think if anybody's listening to this and, and feeling like they're ready for things to unfold, I definitely invite you to tell the universe that or God or whatever you want to call it, because I think that can be really powerful too, is to say, I'm ready to step into this, you know, put the people that I need to have in my path, put the things that I need to have in my path into my path because I feel ready. Um, but yeah, so as it unfolded, it just felt so natural. It didn't feel like there wasn't any like crunchiness or resistance. It really felt like, okay, now I'm gonna, now I'm gonna start practicing to read for people. And that's one of the main reasons why I took classes was because it gave a structure for how to even learn how to do that. I think some people can just figure it out, but I needed a structure. So that's what I did. And yeah, I mean, even with the podcast, the, the first person who I invited on was a, a very, now very good friend of mine, who's also a psychic medium, Anthony Lights. And we just ended up, it was, it, that felt divine too, because I, found him randomly on Instagram. And I just was like, I just have a feeling I'm just going to ask him. And now we're like such great friends. And it's so great to have somebody like so close on this path. So yeah, the universe will just sort of start to put things in front of you. And I think that's really also where the power of presence comes through because and meditation too. I know it's so boring to always hear about the meditation on podcasts, but it is important for your just feeling present and and being able to notice those things because i think i think probably if i wasn't present i would have been able to pass a lot of those things by you know but just listening to those inner nudges and allowing things to flow i think can be really helpful i hope that made sense i think i might, no, might have tangent made, you did you didn't you didn't tangent at all and you made an incredibly important point about finding like-minded people to share the journey with because it can feel very isolating at times. It can feel it, it's it's intense in a good way. I mean, I love the intensity of it, but you need to have that steam valve and having someone who understands what it takes physically, mentally, and spiritually to do readings. It And I think a lot of folks, and myself included, when I first started doing this work, all I wanted, I, would, I just want to do readings. That's all. I want to help people. I want to be a conduit. And then as you start to do this more professionally or more as a, a practice, you realize how much more it's it's much more intricate than I'm just going to throw the cards. And as you 
grow and develop and your work grows and develops. So have you seen that in your progress as well, that you're needing that that steam valve, so to speak, to be able to turn it on and off? Yes, for sure. And and community, I think, really helps with that too. So yeah, I think when I first started opening up, and tell me if I'm going in the right direction with your question, but yeah, when I first started opening up, I felt like I was receiving so often and I was like, woo, 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 receive, receive, receive. And then when, yeah, when you start sort of deep diving, you realize that it's actually okay to not be receiving all the time. You know, Um, I think we have this thing where, or back in the day, everybody's watching Long Island Medium, right? And she's like going to the grocery store and giving people these readings and like all the stuff. So you kind of imagine that that's the way it like should be or something. But I think there is such power in going to the grocery store and not receiving anything because it's so much more peaceful. (laughs) And And it makes you a clearer conduit and channel when you are working. And plus it's, it's disrespectful to blindside people with readings, a personal opinion that drive by readings are not, not cool because you don't know where someone is emotionally. You don't know their belief system. That's really a strong, strong conviction of mine. Um, But no, you were definitely on the right track with that. So turning it on and off and also with that community piece. And I think that's a huge part of your, your podcast is you have a younger demographic for the most part. So you're going to use, you're, you're meeting people where they are beautifully. And there is no age limit or, you know, location or ge- it, there's none of that involved in this because it does give us all a unity. But I think that you're able to bring up topics that might be really relevant for the demographic that you're that you're focusing on. Yeah, for sure. And and something that we talk about a lot on the podcast is what's trending on social media? You know, like what are people talking about? Are people talking about the divine feminine? Okay, well, I'm, I'll have a guest on that sort of debunks the the mainstream pop TikTok version of divine feminine and what that means. And and so I I do have a lot of fun doing that as sort of bringing up bringing on timely topics that are trending or have been trending on the socials, which are a total double-edged sword, by the way, but they're important for connection and, and all that good stuff. But yeah, I think I, I do have a really fun time sort of bringing on those this timely topics and, and seeing what we can and, get out of them. And that is another way to normalize how what is your opinion as a psychic, as a medium, as an intuitive, as a sensitive on what you're picking up and getting bombarded with on social media or Sometimes I, I'm sure you get this as well because you're highly, highly sensitive and in tune is you'll be reading something on media and you'll start to feel yourself pulled into the vortex and then realize, oh, holy shit, this, this isn't real. This doesn't resonate. And I think by bringing up those topics, you're helping people fine tune their own station a little bit so that they'll have more discernment with whether or not to believe what they're reading or if how to how to decide what you want to spend your time listening to and watching. And that's a great, great way to do that. Thank you. It's wonderful. Thanks. Yeah, I totally agree. I think discernment is actually a word that we use a lot on the podcast as well, because it's so important discernment in what you're channeling and bringing through discernment in what you're or who's teaching you discernment in uh, what you're finding online. Because yeah, I think sometimes all of us, 
can just get so sucked into that the reels vortex of just swipe 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 and i i sort of hit, had this moment a while ago of like you know just having like an evening of swiping and then just having this weird coming into like consciousness moment that was like holy shit i am consuming way too much media and like what i'm seeing on the screen is not really even real like i don't even know this person do i trust this person you know so much of that so i think it is really important to especially within this work to find people you trust to find teachers you trust and to find media that you trust as well for sure it's that is so so well said incredibly well said and uh, another aspect of that is you may hear oh my goodness you have to take a class with so and so or this person gave me the best or listen to the show if it doesn't resonate with you then it's not for you end of story it's that clean and what you're offering is helping people realize i have to find what fits for me and you're giving them a variety of information so that's that's incredible uh the other thing is so i'm going to jump back to the guides again you you just brought something up and what it triggered in my mind was people are so afraid of bringing through something and putting the the proverbial air quotes on this of bad or evil or dark or i don't connect with that because it's not what i go looking for i don't think you do either but have you how do you get open yourself up so that you are bringing in highest and best yeah one of That was one of my deepest fears and one of the reasons I created The Door because one of the biggest stories that I was told growing up was if you're connecting with anything, any spirit, it's a bad spirit. And that was just, yeah, it was really deeply ingrained in me. And so that was my belief for a long time of, you know, the beginning of my life. And that's why I was so afraid and created that door. So I definitely understand that fear deeply. So if you have that same fear, I totally get you. And so one of the this is also one of the reasons I I took classes and I think one of the biggest things that I use for connecting with that for highest and best good energy is intention setting. And I find this to be so so important. We all know, especially if you listen to this podcast regularly, grounding and protection is something that I do every day. And then when I am reading for myself or um meditating and doing some sort of guided meditation for myself or listening to one. And when I'm reading for people, I always set the intention very strongly to only connect with the highest and best good. And I think that intention setting within spirituality is just like one of the biggest building blocks. So if your intention is strong, I think you're you're good to go and just know that you are divinely protected. And that's also another thing that I always say as a statement, I am divinely protected. And I think that really helps as well. I agree. I agree. And it and it's getting into the ritual, the routine, the structure that works best for you to know that you're safe to do this work and that you're ready to open up and bring through those messages. So what what do you have coming up? What are some fun things that are coming up for you? 
Yeah. Well, speaking of spooky things, I am doing a virtual Zoom event with Anthony, who I mentioned a little bit previously in this episode. You will know Anthony if you listen to Opening the Door. He's on lots of episodes. He's kind of the podcast BFF. So we like to do events together. So this is our first <laughs> virtual event. It's called Tipping the Table. It's a little bit of a nod to table tipping back in the back in the day. But this is an event where we invite you to sit around the table with us and tell us your ghost stories and ask your questions. We're kind of getting into the spooky season and know that you will be protected when you're in this space with us. But we just thought it would be fun to get people together and to tell their ghost stories for for some fun. And we'll get some Q&A going and maybe some readings at the end as well. So that is virtual on October 10th, 7.30 p.m. EST time. And you can grab tickets at openingthedoorpodcast.com. That is my event coming up. Obviously, I have podcasts dropping every Wednesday for you as well if you're interested in checking the podcast out. And yeah, you can find all that at openingthedoorpodcast.com. That's beautiful. That is so beautiful. And you're, I love that you're doing a variety of, yes, you do. So tell us just a little bit before we go about what your offerings are for readings, because you mentioned your mini readings, but what else if someone was interested in working with you, Haley? Yeah, sure. So I have two types of mini readings. I have a higher self connecting with your higher self mini reading, a connecting with your guides mini reading. I also have two wonderful guided meditations on um, my website. So if you want to, I have one that I just love doing myself. So I put it into a guided meditation, but that is basking in the universe's energy, which is just such a fun thing to do. And then I have a marinating and worthiness guided meditation too. So if you love guided meditations, check those out. And then in terms of you know, working with me virtually over Zoom. I offer do offer readings 30 minutes and 45 minute readings where we will tap in, see if any of your loved ones want to come through and receive messages from your guides and higher self as well. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So openingthedoor.com. Openingthedoorpodcast.com. Podcast.com. Okay, (laughs) thank you. And that's how they can contact you. What about your socials? How can they find you there? Yes. Uh, okay. You can find me on TikTok. If you're on the TikTok, I'm Haley B. Psychic there. And then on Instagram, I am opening the door podcast. So you can find me on both those uh, platforms. So much fun. Okay. And I will definitely link all of these in the show notes, but thank you so much, Haley, because you're bringing a freshness, a new way of connecting in your incredibly genuine and true, which I think is such an asset to anyone that's looking for a good reader. So thank thank you so so very much. Oh, you're amazing. So much fun. Again, thank you so much, Haley, for joining me. And for the rest of you, remember, there is something special that you came here to do that can make a difference. Take care.